Okay, is passive income really passive? It's one of those most common questions out there in our digital space. And unfortunately, one of the most lied about questions out there on the internet. I'm not here to sugarcoat it for you, so let's dive in. This is the School of Marketing for Digital Entrepreneurs. My name is Megan Ward, creator of the Pop-Up Podcast and founder of the Email Template Shop. I believe that running a profitable digital business does not require subscribing to the hustle culture in order to make a comfortable living and find freedom in the things that you love most. If you dream of having a digital business without the constant late night work sessions, then you're in the right place. So you can find simple strategies to set you apart in your industry with real actionable steps for this digital marketing world so that you can grow and build your business. The only question is, are you ready? If so, welcome to the School of Marketing podcast. Okay, y'all, listen about this question. Is passive income really passive? The people making millions of dollars on a course tend to leave out of their curated Instagram reel how they had multiple failed course launches or that they have worked their tail off for years to get to this point or that they have an entire team working for them. Or, are you ready for this? That they've spent a hundred gazillion dollars on social media ads, which none of that equals true passive income. But there are product options out there waiting to be created that are much more passive than you think. And those typically come in the form of digital products instead of digital courses. Do you still have to create it? Yes. Do you still have to market it? Obviously. But when you fill a void that was out there, it makes it so much easier for people to say yes and buy your thing. Let me tell you a story about a young Megan. Okay, well, I wasn't that young. This was just a few years ago. So I have a product that I spent one hour on. It truly was one hour on a Sunday afternoon. The kids were napping or may have been hanging out in the bonus room watching a movie. The husband was outside mowing the lawn. And I believe this was actually in 2020 because things were still very much like shut down. You couldn't go anywhere. So I took that product that was for photographers. I priced it at $39 and I've now sold nearly 300 units of that one product, which is over $11,000 from one single product. Now, in full transparency, not all of my products are that easy to create. Some of them take a few days to get just right. Some have taken months to get them fully ready for my audience such as my self-liquidating offer sequence funnel that's over in the email template shop. It's so comprehensive that it took a few months to get that put together well, but there is magic in that small stuff. In those things, think about things that make life easier for your customer. Your product should be something that's making their life easier, making their job quicker, or their business better. I have a friend who sells meal planning templates, and I love them. It makes meal planning for my family of five much quicker each week. I know someone else who creates digital planner templates to other business owners 
so that they can then go forth and create their own digital planner templates. And those have been wildly successful for her because this makes creating a digital planner much easier on those other business owners. Now, if you're wondering what the heck can I go and create, and you're not really sure how you can spin your current offerings into a digital product, I have three things for you. First, I want you to grab my list of 80 digital product ideas. It's free. You can grab it here in the show notes. Or you could grab my mini course, Digital Product in a Day. It's only $27, where I walk you through exactly what you need to do to create your first digital product. And if you want my feedback and help getting your offer pulled together, you can join us in the Digital Biz Life membership for as little as $7 a month. And if you upgrade to the VIP level option that we have, you can submit work for my review where I give you feedback and recommendations. I'll look at sales pages, email sequences, product ideas, and beyond. All of those things are linked in the show notes. But let's get back to that original question, the OG question of this episode. Is passive income really passive? And I think it truly depends on how you have the products set up in your business set up. There's a very misleading thing that I'm seeing on Instagram right now. And it all leads to the same funnel. It's different individuals, mostly women. And what they are posting about is how they made $3,000 on day one of just working for a couple hours, leaving some reviews on Amazon. Now, I do not have any experience with this. So if you do and I'm wrong, send me an email and let me know. But when I go to their sales pages, because they all have an ebook, it's all set up the exact same way. They are clearly affiliates of someone named Dave. I do not know who Dave is, but every single time I go to their page, it's the same ClickFunnels page. It has the same language on it, different person, slightly different backstory, different pictures of them with their kids. And it says, download my free ebook where I tell you exactly how I did it. And then they say, while you're there, also check out what Dave has and watch Dave's video where they want you to buy something. Now, I don't know who Dave is, but it just feels too icky, multi-level marketing to me, honestly. I don't know what's going on. I'm not watching Dave's video. You know, who knows? Maybe I should. But that feels like not the right way to go about passive income. But here's the thing. Let's say it truly is. They're making money somehow. That's not that passive if they are having to spend time marketing it on Instagram and on Facebook. If they're running ads to it, it's not that passive because they're still having to create content surrounding it. And that takes time. We all know that. Now, think about something else just to get step away from the digital business life for a second and think about having rental properties, people that have investment properties where they rent out the homes and receive the rental income for it. That can feel like passive income, but it depends on the level of involvement that someone has. You're now a landlord, so you might have issues with tenants. If they stop paying, then you have that whole group of issues that go along with it. Do you have to take them to court? 
Do you just evict them? What do you have to do for that? If something happens and then there's a maintenance request, how is that being handled? How are they going to collect the rent? Now, some people get a property manager that handles all of that for a certain percentage of the rent. And that does take a load off, but you still have other things that you have to take care of as the actual owner of the property. So it just depends, right, on that rental property. And it's the same with everything else. Think about affiliate marketing. We're kind of going to put our digital business hat back on now and get away from the, the landlord hat that we were wearing for just a second. So there's affiliate marketing, which involves promoting someone else's products. And I, I do venture to say that is what's happening with Dave that I mentioned ago, whoever Dave is. Affiliate marketing is promoting other people's products or their services and then earning a commission for a sale made through that referral. I have an affiliate program for the email template shop. What people do is they just share about my products. They have a special link. That person clicks the link if they buy, and then suddenly it lets me know exactly how much commission that that affiliate just earned off that sale. And so that initial setup and the content creation can feel time-consuming as the person that's the affiliate. But once it's in place, they might update little things here and there, but they can track their sales and their commissions because I have an affiliate program where they can watch exactly how many clicks they've had. They can watch how many sales they've had, and they can watch how much money is coming in. We have cookies. I I guess you would call them cookies. It's like a, a tracker in a way. So if a certain IP address visits the email template shop, that is good for 90 days and it goes back to that affiliate's link. When we get ready for Black Friday later this year, the affiliates might have their own Black Friday sale. But what we're going to do is strategically have a reason to be sending their audience a maximum of 90 days before, maybe less, to the email template shop or to a free workshop or something so that that customer has that data tracked. And then if they purchase during the Black Friday sale, the affiliate still gets credit for that. So that way they don't have to drop all of their own Black Friday sales and promote my stuff. So in that case, it's going to feel a little more passive to them because they're going to be able to make a little bit extra money on Black Friday by promoting my products. So it's just important for you to consider that level of involvement or the ongoing management that's required for whatever passive income stream that you are looking at. And it can be an excellent way to supplement your earnings, but it will require some effort. It will require some extra monitoring and sometimes some maintenance to maximize its effectiveness. So sometimes that means your sales page for a course that is out there evergreen, let's say it's living on Pinterest, sometimes you still have to make tweaks to that sales page to make sure that it is fully optimized. Now, don't forget, if you are still wondering, what can I create? How can I take my service and flip that into a digital product? Just grab that free list of 80 digital product ideas down in the show notes so you can get busy figuring out what product that you are going to create next. 
Thank you so much for listening to the School of Marketing podcast today. If you loved this episode, please leave a five-star review and hit the follow or subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. This will help the show reach even more entrepreneurs like you. And don't forget to check out the show notes for all the details mentioned in today's episode. And a big thanks to Studio Pizza Productions for making this show sound amazing in your AirPods. If you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out the email template shop and join the School of Marketing community on Facebook. And remember, may your email list forever be larger than your social media following.